Today is Tuesday, September 14th, 2021, and our first story of today, AOC versus Jesus Chicken. Who wore it better? Did AOC wear a Chick-fil-A-inspired dress last night? Many on the internet are saying so, and the internet has turned into pure AOC memes. We have that full story for you, and our second story of today, California is burning. California is on fire. Can California save itself in the recall election today? We will have full updates from the election and also data as to why Gavin Newsom must be recalled in order to save this state from destruction, from becoming a third world failed state that crumbles into the Pacific Ocean. Joe Biden is our third story. Joe Biden booed across the country from coast to coast, New Jersey to California, blue state to blue state. The most popular president of all time, doubtful. He cannot even enter or leave an event without seeing miles of Trump supporters trolling him. We have all the footage and updates from Joe Biden's flaccid campaign visit to help Gavin Newsom attempt to instill communism in California forever. And our final story of today, Nicki Minaj versus Joy Reid, the battle royale of the century. It's on vaccine mandates. You don't want to miss it. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. My fellow Americans, there is a corporate media superstructure that is rotten. It exists in order to lie to you, to control the narrative. They want control, they want power, and the only way to break that wheel is to support independent creators, channels like ours. Please go to The Benny Show and click subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. It means so much to us. We are here to speak truth. That is it. Our allegiance is to you, the audience, and to the real stories. And with that, let's get started with the real truth about AOC and Chick-fil-A. The question on everyone's mind, did AOC wear a Chick-fil-A-inspired dress to the Met Gala? What was AOC even doing at the Met Gala? She's a communist. Why is AOC hanging out inside of the richest rich person party in America? Those of you not familiar, the Met Gala takes place in Manhattan, in New York. It is the absolute definition of capitalist decadence, people traveling on private jets, traveling in limousines, large fleets of cars, wearing designer dresses, $30,000, dollars $50,000 dresses, having Fashion designers walk with them on a red carpet dripping in jewels and diamonds and pearls. The cost of the dinner is $30,000. A ticket, $30,000. That is a salary for people where I come from. I come from Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Someone working at Walmart is making that a year. How much does a table cost? $275,000. $275,000 for a table is what many Americans make in a decade of hard labor, grinding their fingers to the bone. These people spend that lighted on fire for a single night. So why is a communist like AOC prancing around, in fact, enjoying and having the time of her life 
in the deep end of capitalist, decadence, Western, luxury? Why is AOC allowing herself to have such a wonderful time among the thing that she hates? Well, you see, she wore a dress. She wore a dress that had a message on it. Message, message, message. Information, message, message, message. Make sure that you're always on message. Make sure that your virtue is something that you wear. See, that is the point of a virtue signal. AOC is simply signaling virtue here. It is a virtue signal because AOC isn't actually virtuous. She's not taking the money that was spent on this dress and donating it to a soup kitchen. No, no. You see, AOC took the private fashion designer and made her work for weeks on a dress to custom fit her body so that she could be the center of attention and so that she could have all the cameras snap at her maskless face and she could wear a dress that simply signals a virtue. The virtue that AOC was signaling? Tax the rich. That's what it said on the dress. Tax the rich. Well, you know, it's very interesting because AOC is sending that message, but she's also sending another message. The message she's actually sending with her actions, not just with her fashion or her words, talk is cheap, cheaper than ever. The message that AOC is sending is that she loves the rich. That AOC likes the trappings of luxury and Western decadence. AOC wouldn't be choosing to spend her time at the Met Gala if she didn't actually want this lifestyle. In fact, when given an opportunity to choose to live a luxurious life, AOC always chooses yes. Yes. The private limousine for me, the private car, the private flights... I want to charge you $60 for a Eat the Rich sweater on my website, and yes, bring me to the Met Gala. Yes, could someone have donated that money to a soup kitchen? Could someone have rebuilt a water fountain in Astoria, New York, where I represent the working class and downtrodden people of my broken district? I've been there, by the way, guys. I have gone to AOC's district. I've walked the streets. Those people certainly are not going to the Met Gala. Those people certainly are not invited. No, no, no. But AOC says it's time to virtue signal. Well, the internet had some interesting things to say about it. First off, they said that AOC's dress kind of looked like a Chick-fil-A bag, and it actually does. I mean, if you look very closely, it's big red letters in the font of Chick-fil-A. And the white dress is kind of like the bag, a Chick-fil-A bag. And so maybe it's a big troll. Maybe AOC is trying to tell us something. Maybe AOC loves, loves Jesus chicken. Who can know? No one can know. But I got to tell you, I would uh, very much rather have a bag of piping hot Chick-fil-A uh, than the ugly virtue signaling dress of AOC. And that is exactly what this is, guys. I mean, she doesn't mean any of this stuff. This stuff isn't real. I read to you from the New York 
post that covered this in exquisite fashion just ripped AOC to shreds for this dress. The headline, AOC ripped for attending elite Met Gala in tax the rich dress. Yeah, that's right. Self-proclaimed socialist AOC claimed early Tuesday that it was her responsibility to attend the Met Gala. (laughs) Who saw that coming? As she roundly ripped wearing a couture tax the rich dress to the elite bash where tickets are at least $30,000 a piece. AOC was maskless and turned heads while she was joined by other left-wing leaders like Bill de Blasio, also a communist. Let me stop here for a second. Anyone surprised by this doesn't know their history. I'm sorry to tell you that. Anyone surprised by this needs to crack open a history book. You need to learn about communism. You have to learn about what the communist is, who the communist is, and how they behave. Communism is not about you. You must be misunderstanding the purpose of communism. Communism was about getting Karl Marx rich. That's what communism was about. Communism, let me explain. Communism is about the leaders of communism living in the type of decadence and the type of luxury that they deny the millions of people who suffer under their boot heels. Communism is about a priest class, a kingship, and a queenship of dictators who view themselves as better than you. You are slaves, they are masters. It is how it's always worked in communism. It is how it always shakes out. It is never about equality. It is only about you losing everything and them gaining everything. Please understand this. AOC doesn't care about the downtrodden. If she did, she would have been in a soup kitchen last night. She would have been saying to the designer, no, why don't you go make clothes for homeless people? She wouldn't have been saying tax the rich. She would have been reaching into her own fat back pocket into her own $174,000 congressional salary, she would have been reaching into her own pocket and handing money to those less fortunate than herself. AOC did none of that, of course, because that would have required her to sacrifice something of her own. It's not about her sacrificing, it's about you sacrificing. Oh, Benny, I don't know, man. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I am. Why can I speak with such a surety? Stalin, Joseph Stalin, was in charge of the Soviet Union, was the communist dictator of a once prosperous and happy Russia, the Russian Empire that became the Soviet Union after the Marxist Revolution that promised equality for all people. What did that mean? That meant actually the abolition of all property, the abolition of everything you owned, is now owned by the state, a super state that owns your very life. Joseph Stalin had the Red Scare and the Stalinist purges that were called the Red Terror, where you would be ripped out of your own home for no reason at all, butchered, sent off to Siberia, sent off to the Gulag archipelago. You would be imprisoned for virtually nothing. Sometimes it was just out of pure malevolence and evil. 
Why would Joseph Stalin do this? Well, because to have absolute power, you must have absolute fear and absolute control. Now, did Joseph Stalin give up all private property? Of course not. Joseph Stalin's a communist. He behaves like a communist. So Joseph Stalin kept mansions and fleets of limousines and private security. Joseph Stalin had an enormous number of palatial estates and castles, mansions, golden uh, dressers with golden knobs on them, door handles made of gold. Joseph Stalin ate caviar every single night, flown in just for him. Fresh caviar while his people starved and were butchered and toiled in Siberia, freezing to death and starving to death. Joseph Stalin cackled with caviar dripping down his face. Kim Jong-il of North Korea had fresh lobster flown in every single day. He washed that lobster in Hennessy and then drank himself into a drunken stupor off of the finest liquors in the world. Got gout by many by by many by many people's recollections, uh, the 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 king's the king's disease, because he was eating in such decadence as his people starved. North Korean famine killed millions. Kim Jong Il was just doing what communists do; they kill millions. There's not been a greater scourge on human existence than communism in the last 100 years. Communist China killed 60 million. Joseph Stalin killed 20 million of his own people. Millions and millions more in communist experiments around Pan-Asia and Africa. This is a disease. What AOC is trying to sell to young people right now is a disease, but at the very least, she's consistent. The consistency of the communist is this. That you get nothing and they get everything. That is why little school children who are on the poverty line in New York, who live in AOC's district, have to mask up and their parents have to vax up to be part of a society. And AOC gets to trot around the Met Gala in a custom dress, arriving by limousine, dripping in capitalist decadence, maskless. AOC didn't wear masks. No, no, no. It was the help wearing masks. You can see photos. I shared a couple photos on social media of AOC and all of her fancy Hollywood friends, all of them looking like space aliens, complete goofballs in these ridiculous outfits. I mean, like Louis XV's court at Versailles wouldn't match the kind of extreme decadence and just froofiness of these people. Yet you have the people of New York that have to mask up and vax up and show their papers every time they want to be part of society. Show your papers while your elites live inside of a bubble of luxury. While your elites live inside of a maskless utopia, a maskless utopia where you serve them.
That is how they view America. They view America as a servant class, and they view themselves as the masters. Democrats have always been for segregation. They have always been for discrimination in favor of themselves. And this is precisely what AOC is acting out. AOC is a gift. A member of Congress texted me when I was tweeting about this last night saying, AOC is a gift. You are a gift to our movement. Thank you for exposing precisely what this style of communism will bring to our country. Two different tiers of life, the master and the slave. And by the way, it is not being verbose or hyperbolic to say master and slave relationship. You are a slave if you lack bodily autonomy. If someone is controlling your body, what goes into it, what you can do with it, you are a slave. Period. That is the definition of slavery. It is the definition of what AOC and Joe Biden want. They wish to control the air that you breathe. You are not a free person when someone is controlling the air that you breathe. You are not a free person when someone is controlling what you can and cannot do with your own body. Your body. By the way, I'm strictly pro-life. See, the baby growing inside of you, that's another person's body. This principle applies. I'm, I'm morally consistent. This principle applies because that person growing inside of you has a distinct DNA. If you were pregnant, it has a distinct DNA, a distinct personhood. That person is separate from you. So your body, you can do whatever you want. Their body, the innocent child inside of you, that is someone else's body. They have the same right given to us by our creator and enshrined in our founding document as inalienable, meaning cannot be removed from you, the inalienable right to life, also to liberty and also to the pursuit of happiness. Seems like the only person, however, who gets to pursue happiness inside of the communist Utopia that AOC wishes to bring forth upon America is AOC, and that's how it always works. It's a virtue signal. These people are not virtuous. They're going to signal virtue, and they are not going to allow you to have any, any of the trappings that they get. No, no, no. You get to give them everything. You lose everything. You lose all of your rights. You lose all of your freedoms, and they get to tell you what freedoms you can engage in right now. The stupidest thing that is happening right now on the left is that people are making the argument that if you give up your freedoms, you'll get freedoms. That's not how it works. It is not how it works, and I do not care what policy issue you are pushing when you eliminate someone's freedom and when you eliminate someone's choice for what they are doing with their life, their own body, their own future, you are stealing freedoms from them. AOC is trotting around flagrantly violating the mask laws, the indoor mask laws in Manhattan. The people, the help, have to mask up and look downtrodden and stare at the ground, don't even make eye contact, the masters are walking by. Speak when you're spoken to. That is the world AOC wants. She views herself as a goddess in this world, and they view themselves as gods walking the earth. They do that because they are a godless people. Communism is always made up of godless people because communism has no room for God. 
You, a Christian, you, a Jew, you, a Muslim, you have room for God in your life. You are a religious person. You make room for the creator in your life. You sacrifice, you go to church, you tithe, you try and treat people well because there is a savior, because there is a God. Well, not for the communist. For the communist, they are the God. And you sacrifice to them. You give unto them. You worship them. Go ahead and read Karl Marx. There is no room for the church in communism. Karl Marx wanted to take out private property, and we talk a lot about that. He also wanted to take away your ability to worship. There is no church in communism. There is no God in communism. The state is God. The best way to explain this is to look at a map of what was Eastern Germany, what is now the reunified Germany, but Eastern Germany was controlled by the Soviet Union, given a uh, uh, given a full dose of communism for a generation. And in Eastern Germany, all religion was banned. And to this day, you can look at the breakup of Catholic versus Protestant. And then you look at Eastern Germany, where there is a black hole. There is no religion. There is not. They, it is, they have snapped. They've broken that region of Germany of having any faith, of having any church, of having any religion. It's evil. It's evil. It's tyrannical. But it, I, I, in, in some regards, it makes sense. If you want to view the state as God, anything, anything that gets in the way of the state being God is a threat. It's a threat to your ideology. So that is what AOC is doing. She views herself as a goddess. You would say, oh, wow, you're being hypocritical. I saw all these, you know, weak members of the Republican caucus tweeting, oh, it's hypocritical. It's not hypocritical. It's exactly what they tell you they're doing. They tell you they're a communist. This is how the communists live. You lose everything. You are the slave. And they get everything. Everything you have lost goes to them. It is redistribution of your rights. It is redistribution now of your very bodily autonomy. It's called slavery, the slavery-master relationship. That is what it is. AOC justified, reading to you again from the New York Post, AOC justified wearing her dress to the New York-based uh, Aurora James, whom she hailed as sustainably focused black woman immigrant designer. <laughs> this, is, this is why it's okay for her to do this, yes. Claiming that they were there to kick open the doors at the Met. Before... Haters get wild flying off the handle. New York elected officials are routinely invited to and attend the Met due to our responsibilities of overseeing and supporting the city's cultural institutions for the public. (laughs) She tweeted early Tuesday. Oh, we got to her. We got to her. The memes flowed for AOC. Oh, yeah, she saw the uh, she saw the effect. Yeah, the memes flowed about AOC and she Looks like she is now backing down. I was one of several in attendance this evening, she noted defensively. 
Yeah. Some online online suggested that her defensive message was a sign that she already knew the optics were going to be really bad in her attendance. What makes AOC a bigger fraud? Tax the rich dress while she's hanging out with a bunch of wealthy left-wing elites? Or the lack of masks and spending the past 18 months as one of the biggest mask Karens in our country, Donald Trump Jr. said, yes, hilarious and correct, Donald Trump Jr. Tax the rich. But first, I'm going to go have the time of my life partying with all of them in the most extravagant over-the-top party of the year. That is essentially a celebration of richness, Barstool Sports President Dave Portnoy tweeted sarcastically. Yep, that is uh, correct. Custom tax the rich dress while at the most elitist event in the world. Yeah, she was essentially destroyed for this. I mean, this was like... This is not, this was not uh, uh, a good look for AOC. Man, it just like this, this, this article just goes on and on and on. Human rights advocate Tina Ramenez said, obscenely out of touch and completely hypocritical. Yeah, that's right. But again, you misunderstand the communist. The communist wants all, all the hypocrisy. They want everything for themselves. They don't care. What happened to the BLM communist? Patrice Kalours. Patrice Kalours. She runs BLM. She's a proud Marxist. She says so. And what does she do? As soon as she gets an opportunity, she buys multiple multi-million dollar estates in the richest, whitest neighborhoods in the country. And she surrounds herself with a wall. She spent the entire year burning our country to the ground, advocating Marxism for you, while she builds walls around her palatial estates. She is such a effective Stalinist. Jo- Joseph Stalin is smiling right now in whatever cocoon they have him in in Russia. Joseph Stalin is smiling. Communism is alive and well. Stalinism is alive and well in this country. Kept alive by people like AOC and Patrice Kalours with BLM. All right, guys, I have ranted enough about this. I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's an important story merely because it's a moment in time where you truly get to see the perfection. I mean, truly the perfection of the virtue signal by the communists and indeed them showing you what they are all about. Do not listen to their words. Listen to what, watch what they show you. Their words are cheap. Talk is cheap. Actions is where it's at. What are their actions? They are buying mansions. They are building walls. They are going to the Met Gala. They are wearing custom dresses. They are sitting at tables that are the cost of 10 years of labor for you. That is the communist. That's why we cover this story. You have to see who these people actually are in order to fight them. Ted Cruz says, cost per ticket $30,000 virtue signaling to your base while you're partying without a mask with the people you claim to hate. Priceless. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly right. MasterCard, Ted Cruz. All right. Ta, story, <laughs> story number two. It's amazing. There's actually something else going on in the world other than AOC and her Chick fil A dress. Story number two the California recall. Gavin Newsom. Why does Gavin Newsom deserve to be recalled? That is taking place today. Again, if you are a Californian and you are listening, I know you've heard this a million times. Please, for the love of everything decent in this world, get out and vote. Please vote. Please vote. 
please vote yes on the recall. Please vote yes on the recall and vote for Larry Elder. Larry Elder is leading the polls to replace Gavin Newsom, but we need to recall him first. Why? Why do we need to recall him? Well, I have spent some considerable time in my career in California. I have been in California for work, but also I was born in California. I was born in a place called Downey. It's in Los Angeles. And way back in the day, my parents saw the riots. They saw the way that L.A. was going. They saw the way that California itself was going. And they decided to leave for greener pastures in the Midwest. Thank God that they did. I'm not sure I would be the same person if I was raised in California. And looking at the state of California, I know that my life would be inexorably worse. California is a garbage heap. It is not a good state. It is not a pleasant place to live. California is obviously a socialist state by every conceivable measure, and I have some of the data for you. Much like in most socialist states, the taxes are extremely, extremely high. The taxes in California are insane. Sales tax, 7 0.25%. Corporate tax, 8.84%. Income tax, 13.3%. 13.3%. It's not just taxes, though. The average cost of gasoline in California is a dollar higher per gallon than the national average. 60% of Californians say they pay too much in taxes, and they're absolutely right. It's why they're fleeing. Since 2004, over 5 million people have moved out of the state of California. 700,000 left just last year. The state's population growth has been below 1% since 2005. Los Angeles County alone saw a 17% decline in children born in the city over the last decade. That is unsustainable. A recent survey of Californians found that over half of the state's residents want to leave the state. For millennials, that number spikes to 63%. So you're young. You're a young person. You're wanting to start a family. You want to get the hell out of California. In fact, the data shows that the majority of demographics fleeing the state are actually young people and families in middle to low incomes. So why are they fleeing? The reason is unanimous. It is due to the high cost of living. Everything is more expensive in California. The average cost of a house in California is $800,000. That is orders of magnitude over the national average. The median household income in California is $75,000. To afford rent in Los Angeles, you need to make $50 an hour. This is suffocating businesses as well. There are regulations in California up the caboose, up the wazoo. This has led to a mass exodus of 15,000 businesses from California just last year. 15,000 businesses. Regulatory compliance in California costs a small business $135,000 a year on average. What small businesses could afford that? We couldn't. This has resulted in a loss of 3.8 million jobs. That's a tenth of the state's population. So what happens? What happens when a tenth of the state's population is unemployed? Well, you have poverty. You have poverty that has crippled the state. Nearly one in four Californians live in poverty. California is home to 12% of the country's population, but 34% of the nation's welfare recipients. Isn't that shocking? 
The downward cycle of poverty in California is directly responsible for the worst homeless crisis in the country. California is home to nearly half of America's homeless population. An estimated 50,000 homeless people live in California, including 10,000 homeless veterans. More tragic still, California leads the nation in unaccompanied young adults experiencing homelessness. There are over 11,000 18 to 24-year-olds who are homeless on the streets of California. To put this in perspective, the homeless population of California is equivalent to the homeless populations of all of these states combined. I'm going to read them for you. All these states put together equal the homeless population of California. Washington, Oregon, Nevada, Idaho, Utah, Montana, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Arkansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Tennessee. Just remarkable. We went to California and we interviewed some people about what is happening in California. We went to San Francisco, Nancy Pelosi's district. I have a clip of that interview for you right now. And we see people like so messed up that they have their pants around their ankles and like, I mean, things you wouldn't imagine you would see. You said this almost seems planned, like they were planning on this type right, of poverty. Right, it's like, it's like, okay, well, we can deal with it in a positive uplifting manner or we can deal with it in a like let's just get rid of them quicker as possible round them all up into one place where they're not likely to be seen by the general tourist it, you know it's very easy to catch someone in the act of like street since the first of the year the city's 311 service has received an astounding 14,597 calls about piles of poop has this been getting better or worse I'd say gradually worse over time. Uh, our, our, we've, it's a very liberal city here. We have a lot of, we offer a lot of services and resources for uh, homeless and people in need. Uh, we are kind of strapped uh, to some degree because there's a lot of demand for those services. It seems like we're always throwing money at problems here, but I don't know how effective it is. It, it seems like most of the Democratic-led uh, cities are having have their problems. If you give people free stuff, they have no doesn't mean anything if you're not invested in it. So. I see you have you have boards here. Did you have to board up your shop? Yeah, just to be careful if somebody came to break the glass to loot our business because they looted everywhere. Yeah. All righty. So you can see there that Californians are actually rebelling against their own democratic government. They're rebelling. These are Democrats. You, I, I've spoke with these people. They're Democrats, lifelong Democrats. They're liberals. They live in San Francisco. And they are against Nancy Pelosi. They are against the socialism that is crippling and destroying their businesses, their private property. It is remarkable to see Joe Biden, who went to California yesterday to campaign. Joe Biden has gone to blue state after blue state and getting protested, punked and owned by Trump supporters inside of blue states. And the same was true yesterday in California. Joe Biden went to campaign for Gavin Newsom, and he said if Gavin Newsom loses, then California would be run essentially by Donald Trump. Well, that would actually lead to cheers for many in California. Donald Trump would lower taxes and make the state a free state again and bring back jobs. That's exactly what California would do. We have that clip of Joe Biden right here for you. Leading Republican running for governor is a uh, the closest thing to a Trump 
clone that I've ever seen in your state. No, I really mean it. And uh, he's leading the other team. He's the clone of Donald Trump. Can you imagine him being governor of this state? So Joe Biden, of course, is saying the dumbest lines out loud. Of course, people in California would want to be led by Donald Trump and not by the disaster, the disaster, just absolute calamity. It's a failed state. I mean, it's a failed state. California is a failed state. It is the distillation of what we spoke about in our first story. It is the distillation of communist policies that enslave you, that destroy your lives while a elite rich get to benefit from all of the freedoms and wealth that they stole from you. And Gavin Newsom is certainly among those people. Vote this monster out. And also Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden, again, getting getting booed and trolled everywhere he goes. We have some clips for you from uh, people who were chanting against Joe Biden in New Jersey. This is what it sounded like when Joe Biden was driving through the state of New Jersey and California, both blue states. Within a week of each other, Joe Biden, not very welcome. Yeah, so it clearly gets to Joe Biden when that happens. That's <laughs> I encourage everyone to continue to troll Joe from the road when he drives the beast down the road and all he sees is miles and miles and miles of Trump supporters and signs telling him to go home. It clearly gets to him. Joe Biden's been bothered by this. Joe Biden spoke on September 11th actually about how much he was bothered by the signs saying F Joe Biden, maybe the chance around the country at football stadiums, you hear tens of thousands of people chanting F Joe Biden. Joe Biden was asked about this actually on September 11th, and he <laughs> went went into a bit of a tirade actually about it. You can tell that this is bothering him so much that he takes different pathways, leaving events. It's amazing. Joe Biden is leaving events and entering. I've never seen a presidential administration do this, right? I've worked up close and personal with presidential administrations. I've lived in D.C. for 15 years. The path in and out is typically the same. You're typically leaving from the same location. Joe Biden is now redirecting his path out of events to avoid all of the Trump supporters waiting for him, according to reports. It's pretty great. Here's Joe Biden saying he really doesn't like what the Trump supporters are doing to him. Watch. On the street and someone has a sign saying F so-and-so. Or, I mean, it's not who we are. It's not who we great. Thank you, sir. So perhaps this is why Joe Biden is so stressed out right now. This is why his administration seems to just be punching air when it comes to the policies and the dictates of the president. There is absolutely no rhyme or reason to what they're doing. It seems just like pure unhinged dictatorial psychosis. Why is that? Because Joe Biden is indeed getting trolled from coast to coast. Our work on fighting back against these authoritarians is indeed working and it is having cultural effect. You see here in a story from Breitbart News, only 2% of Americans 
participating in a CNN poll think that the United States is doing very well under President Joe Biden. This is devastating. By the way, there's a CNN poll. This is CNN polling, which is essentially the human centipede from the DNC to CNN to their pollsters to try and create agiprope, to try and create fake news, to buoy Democrats and to help the Democratic cause. This is CNN's own polling. How well are things going in the country today? Very well, 2%. Fairly well, 29%. I don't know, 29% of people are on crack, apparently, from Hunter Biden. Pretty badly, 45%. And very badly, 24%. Guys, that is devastating. Absolutely devastating from CNN. Just, just, I mean, it really is telling when CNN is able to flip a poll like that for Biden. 2% says things are going well. Yeah, those are probably Hunter Biden's art customers. The 2% are the people who are buying the crackhead art from Hunter Biden. Okay, so our final story of today, more proof that we are winning. Winning. How do you know that you are winning? How do you know that your messaging is winning? When those who don't even agree with you start seeing the light, start becoming awake. That is how you know that you are actually truly having an effect on society. And we are very happy to report for the first time on a story about Nicki Minaj. Now, I think Nicki Minaj is a terrible person for culture. I think that she is a rather repulsive individual in the kind of content that she puts out. There's a famous video of Nicki Minaj playing her own music and her little daughter comes running around the corner and Nicki Minaj turns off her own rancid song so that her daughter doesn't hear it. She doesn't want her own children to hear the music she's making for your children. Well, that means you're a very bad person if indeed uh, that is the kind of thing that you are providing for culture. If it's not good enough for your children, then why would you push it towards my children? I have a little daughter. I don't want her to listen to Nicki Minaj music. Our household quite exclusively plays Johnny Cash, actually. Uh, and, and so that's <laughs> that's what my kids will grow up listening to. Not Nicki Minaj, not WAP. But here we go. We have Nicki Minaj last night. And I'm not trying to praise her. I guess I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to say I endorse Nicki Minaj. I merely endorse people coming to the realization that... What is being pushed right now by the Democratic Party is modern-day segregation, discrimination, and slavery. It is the kind of segregation, discrimination, and slavery on a state level that they have pushed in the past. And the more people that become awake to that, well, then if you are awake to that, you are on my side. All right? You and I are on the same side if indeed you are awake to what the Democratic Party is doing. So what started it all? What started it all was Nicki Minaj saying they want you to get vaccinated for the Met, the Metropolitan Gala. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I felt I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear a mask and two strings that grip your head and face. (laughs) Not that loose one. All right, well. Yeah, Nicki Minaj, probably the world's expert in strings that grip if you've watched any of her music videos or any of her VMA performances or Grammy performances or whatever. Uh, She followed up with another tweet that says, My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. 
his testicles became swollen. His friend has weeks was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Well, here we go. <laughs> that, that kicked off a very special moment where Nicki Minaj started getting dunked on for being a, let's just say, vaccine-hesitant. And, and Joy Reid was one of those people. Joy Reid, obviously the conspiracy theorist, homophobe, who has an MSNBC show now because there are absolutely no standards on the left because MSNBC is a complete garbage pit. Joy, Joy Reid said that Nicki Minaj's tweets on the COVID-19 vaccine, for you to use your platform to encourage your community to not protect themselves and save their lives, as a fan, I am so sad that you did that. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. It's better to just not be fans of these people. It's actually better to have virtuous people that you look up to. Nicki Minaj, being Nicki Minaj, responded to Joy Reid. <laughs> Perfect fashion. I gotta honor. I, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta give some credit to Nicki Minaj here, who straight up did her research on Joy Reid, a lying homophobic c word. I'm not gonna say it. You can look up. You can look up the uh, word for yourself. I guess I can join the reindeer games too, right? People can go on TV and lie on me. I can report on them too, right? doesn't have to be truths. It can be half-truths. Emojis there. Uncle Tamita asked, who on earth would trust the U.S. FDA guys? Well, all right. There's Nicki Minaj sharing tweets from Joanne Reed. Joanne Reed saying, back in the day, there's no timestamp on this, but presumably, presumably this was during the Trump, this was during the Trump era, the Trump presidency. I mean, will anyone, anyone at all, ever fully trust the CDC again, and who on God's earth would trust the vaccine approved by the FDA? How do we get a vaccine distributed after this broken Trumpist nonsense has infected everything, even if Biden wins? Well, that's actually pretty good here by Nicki Minaj. She's done her research. That is absolutely the definition of vaccine hesitancy by Joanne Reed and conspiracy theories saying that the vaccine doesn't work because it was developed under Trump. That was also propagated by the current president, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris. The Joy Reid controversy, another screenshot that Nicki Minaj tweets, the Joy Reid controversy from homophobic blog posts to a hacking claim explained. MSNBC host Joy Reid was accused of writing homophobic blog posts. Reid said that she was hacked and then apologized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the stuff in Joy Reid's blogs are so bad, I wouldn't dare read it on this show. Let's just say it's the worst things you could put on the internet. Anyone with any decency would have canceled Joy Reid a long time ago, but indeed, because she is a woman of the left, she continues to have a job. Minaj continued to slam the media for their mischaracterizations of her tweet. My God, sister, do better. Imagine being your dumbass on TV a minute after a tweet to spread false narratives about black women. Nicki Minaj going in. Nicki Minaj going in. Minaj slams media three lies in a row from a huge news platform. What do we have here? There it is. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj tweeting out uh, USA Today, Yahoo News, and the Daily Beast articles. 
dunking on all of them, saying the corporate press is the enemy of the people. Go in, Nicki Minaj. I'm here for it. 100%. I pop my popcorn. I am ready for this battle royale. The more people... I don't have to uh, endorse what you do uh, with your body and your music and the messages you are sending out to recognize that if we are fighting the same enemy, that we can join in that fight. I don't have to endorse everything that Kanye West has produced to recognize that Kanye West is going after the same corporate media infrastructure that we are on this show. I don't have to endorse Nicki Minaj or listen to WAP to know that when Nicki Minaj is roasting Joanne Reed and the hypocrisy of our liberal corporate press, that I am a fellow, I am a, I am a, a fellow comrade with you on this wonderful and exciting journey for us to dismantle the liars and the superstructure of corporate faceless godless media that props up people like AOC that does not call out anyone or anything that threatens their power. It is all about power. That's what it's always been about. Control of the press, control of information, that is what you get inside of communist regimes. That is what AOC wants to bring about. And it's when people like Nicki Minaj wake up to it, when they suddenly see the effects of it, when they suddenly wake up to vaccine mandates are an affront to your own bodily autonomy and therefore a return to slavery, a return to segregation, a return to discrimination by the state— Boy, if you're awake to those truths, then you and I are on the same side for this battle. Stop making such rancid music, please, uh, for my children, however. So I will take your comradeship in this fight. That is the fight of this show. We are the Benny Show. That is the truth about what is happening in the world around you. And we thank you so much for listening. We so value you as a listener we are a young show we are building this podcast please stick with us as we work on our systems and work on getting launched here we are 100 independent news thank you for supporting us and we will see you tomorrow